Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. 2-0 victory against Cadiz in La Liga. Another clean sheet. I believe that is now 17 out of 22 games in the league. Eight points clear of Real Madrid. And this game, we were all just looking at it as a uh, precursor to Thursday's game against Man U, where, of course, no Dembele, no Pedri, who we won't have for a month now, and no Gavi because of that second yellow card he picked up. And I think the main lens through which you know, I was trying to see the game today was, you know, what type of lineup would Barca play uh, midweek against Manchester United? Because it's clear to me, and I think clear to most of us, that, you know, that four-man midfield without uh, Gavi or Pedri is not going to really work if you're subbing in, you know, Frank Kessie and Sergio Roberto uh, or even moving Frankie Diong up front to, to take over their roles. That's not going to work. And then Sergio Busquets also uh, has not been played right in a few weeks here. He didn't come on today against Cadiz either as a sub or as a starter. And so his inclusion in that game uh, at the week uh, against uh, at Old Trafford is looking pretty doubtful. And so you come to this game and you think, okay, what were the biggest takeaways? I mean, for me, one, Ferran Torres, right? I think everyone's talking about him, man of the match. One of the best performances he's had on Barca definitely since last season. Uh, and, you know, he played in that right-wing role today, was able to, to take on a bunch of players. I think he completed, like, all of his dribbles in the first half that he attempted, 10 out of 13 in the second half. You know, he has that great run that leads to the first goal, just creating havoc all over. And so we're left with a bit of a conundrum, right, which is, you know, Rafinha likes to play on the right. Ferran Torres today on the right looks really good. Uh, neither of them on the left wing look that good. You know, I do think it was in the Classico last season that we won 4-0 that Ferran Torres played on the left wing. And so it's possible. You know, we line up against Manchester United with the front three, including Rafinha on the right, Lewandowski in the middle, and then Ferran Torres on the left. But still not sure. You know, this is one good performance by Ferran Torres, right? Um, not everyone should be going crazy thinking that he's back or he's going to do well. But this is something for him to build on. That was overall a positive. You know, Christensen, again, I mean, we keep saying it over and over, just had a, a wonderful game today. And, and he's just so good, not only defensively, but also with his passing, with the times he decides to dribble forward. Uh, and I think they were by far the best two players. You know, Sergio Roberto also gets a shout. He had a, a very good shift today. Uh, he scored a goal. He also got an assist. Um, you know, it, with Pedri and Gavi gone, I do think Sergio Roberto is the next man up. As scary as that sounds in 2023 for us to be relying on Sergio Roberto to play, uh, you know, a, a knockout game at Old Trafford, he is probably going to be the, the, the man up, right? He's the only one who I think... Uh, you know, considering that Busquets isn't here and Frankie Diong will probably have to play as the pivot. You know, Frank Kessier and Sergio Roberto are really the only other two midfielders that we have to utilize right now. Pablo Torre, I know a lot of people were very hot on him, but unfortunately he didn't get a start today. Uh, and then the game was a bit bittersweet for me. I mean, you know, Anzu Fati just, again, just it does not seem to have the acceleration he needs. His his t first touch is lacking. Uh, his shots, you know, he had a few in this game, but none of them were really on target. And so overall, it was a very uh, uninspiring performance from Anzu Fati. And it's really tough to see. You know, you see him get subbed out late in that second half for Alcaron, and, and Fati goes on the bench, hitting the chairs, and he's just overall not very happy with his performance. And none of us are either. And it's a real shame because of, you know, what we thought Anzu Fati would be. And he still has a chance to recover. But as we move on months and months into the season now when he's, you know, been healthy throughout and hasn't really been able to put together a good string of form or, or games, it's going to be really hard for Xavi to rely on him even in these spot moments, right? Because once Dembele comes back, you have him, a healthy Rafinha, a healthy 
helping Lewandowski, hopefully. And then you have Ferran Torres, who, you know, when they both were put into this game against Cadiz, given the opportunity to shine, it was certainly Ferran Torres that impressed the most. You know, I, I, I do worry a little bit. Uh, of course, we're all mystified by Xavi putting on Alba and Alonso for that that performance. You know, with Jules Kunde performing a full 90 today, I don't think that bodes well for him. Uh, he looked very tired there at the end of the game. Uh, Christensen, again, also played 90. But thankfully, you know, Ronald Araujo was uh, injured or sorry, was suspended here for yellow cards in La Liga. And so we gave him a full 90 minutes rest. Eric Garcia came in. And, you know, he actually had not a bad first half, but when you take a look at the game overall, the second half, especially after, like, the 75th minute, really it seemed like all of our players turned off. We go into halftime with a 2-0 lead. We came out with a little bit of a fight in that second half, but as the time went on, I mean, I can't believe Ter Stegen uh, was able to keep a clean sheet. He himself didn't honestly look, like, on the top of his form with some of his clearance in that second half. And so... A bit of a mixed bag game, right? I mean, the good news, Ferran Torres, Sergio Roberto seem up for it. They at least had a performance that will give them confidence so that when we plug them in at Old Trafford, they're not going to you know, be coming in cold without uh, any sort of belief in themselves. But it's going to be a tough road ahead of us, right, with Manchester United just winning, I believe, earlier today against Leicester 3-0. Uh, Rashford, again, scored again. He's on fire. Sancho on fire. I, I just, you know, I think the only hope is that we saw you know, midweek against them, that once we put on Christensen and Balde to complement uh, Araujo and Kunde, our defense did a lot better and limited Rashford's opportunities. And so I'm hoping that if we start the full healthy back line, that's really going to give us a lot of, of breathing room, right? And then it's going to be, you know, the other big point I forgot to mention is Robert Lewandowski. He was able to score a goal today. Uh, you know, even on that first goal, his header was blocked and then Sergio Roberto was able to put it in. And then the second goal, he, you know, had a shot from almost outside of the box that uh, creeped in through the goalkeeper. And it's, it's really going to be up to Lewandowski, in my opinion. If he's clinical, if he can find one or two goals, I really do believe in our full healthy defense uh, and Ter Stegen and their ability to keep, you know, the game uh, within one to two goals. But it's going to be Lewandowski having to put in opportunities. You know, Pedri and Gavi in this four-man midfield system have really thrived especially Pedri in terms of goal scoring, right? He had three goals, I think, in 1-0 games in the last month. And I think it's it's come kind of at the expense of Robert Lewandowski and our ability to get him uh, the ball and, and, you know, his ability to finish uh, and to put himself into good opportunities. He's, he's done a lot more of coming back, trying to connect with Pedri and Gavi over the last few weeks. And so, you know, without those two, Lewandowski's going to have to really take on the mantle of scoring goals along with Rafinha, who got uh, one at the weekend. And so let me know in the comments what you thought. I mean, you know, the game wasn't all that interesting, to be honest. After that first half, uh, everyone seemed to shut down. And Cadiz, uh, 16th in the table. It's not like they're a team that I was extremely worried about. But if you look at the recent history of Barca against Cadiz, not uh, very good, right? I think we have one win in the last five uh, competitions against Cadiz. And so, hey, eight points clear. Another clean sheet. You know, Lewandowski scores. Ferran Torres looks good. Sergio Roberto looks good. And I think that's about all we, we can take from this game and just look forward to this huge Europa League tie against Manchester United coming up midweek. So keep praying, everyone. Let's hope Barca can pull it out. Thank you, guys.